Hello. All right, there we go. You literally called when I was going to get headphones. Oh. Okay, it stole my <laughs> that sneaky sneak thief. Yeah, yeah. Stole with permission. I guess that's called borrowing. I guess. Anyway. That's that's a little different than what you described. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know words. I know what things are. <laughs> she stole your heart, then she stole your headphones. Shit. Facts. Hashtag facts. <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's get into the show. I don't even know what all these notes are. We're playing this real fast and loose already, guys. We got a little something. We got a little something going on here. There's some notes. There's some things we can discuss. Yeah. Before we get started, did I <laughs> yeah. tell you the bad news about my Steam Deck? No. What happened? <laughs> The, the problem with being an early adopter for new technology <laughs> is always, you know, you're kind of a test group for the problems that are yet to uh, appear for everybody oh, else. no. I thought I had given myself enough cushion by being in, like, you know, the second wave of uh, purchasers. But no, apparently they're still working out a few of the kinks. So oh, no. my screen is dead, basically. And Shit. It, it may be a software issue. So there's a long drawn out process that I will not describe here in order to what they call re-image the actual device, which I'd never heard of referred to that way before. I've heard factory reset, but re-image is new to me. So basically that's what I got to do. I got to I got to take it back to square one. The problem with that is, is that I've done so much tweaking because it's a tinkerer's device. You know, it's it's made to tinker with and. I'm basically going to have to go back to square one at this point. But, you know, the uh, the silver lining to that is I'll have a functional screen again. And just to, to, you know, drive it home, like, it's just the screen. It turns on fine because I can plug it into, like, a, you know, a dock. And I can see it on a screen if I, if I do it that way. Weird. Right. It makes the sound when it turns on and everything. The fan is blowing. All the games work fine if I have it plugged into that screen. But if I'm trying to use it as it's intended, as a handheld, no go. Do you like it otherwise? Oh, yeah, I do. It's uh, it's it's a, I mean, I've enjoyed it top to bottom. Like, this is the first issue I've had with it. And I know, you know, people are going to assume like, oh, it must be a user issue, you know. But no, it hasn't left the house. I haven't dropped it once. I literally play no. it for an hour and I put it back in the case because, you know, it's it's a, a new kind of pricey object and i want to keep it nice for as long as i can so i've been taking care of this like it's a baby and uh you keep your stuff in pretty good condition right like, yeah too, like you're pretty careful with things so anyone Absolutely. who would accuse you of such things <laughs> doesn't really know how you treat your stuff well i mean that's the that's the the it's the gut reaction of anyone who's in it or anybody who's a techie is to blame the user and i i understand that but, you know, it's not always the case. There's a middle ground. You know, I understand right. that 90% of people aren't going to have, like, you know, the, the, the best technical know-how about something. But I like to, I like to educate myself on the stuff that I, I mess around with like that. And, yeah, uh, and you mess with things. You've modded things like your GameCube and all that. So Yeah, successfully I mean, yeah. modded, mind you. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> so you know what you're doing. You know some basic fixes. It's clearly a problem with this. Yeah, and they've been really understanding about it. Uh, I contacted tech support, and like I said, they gave me that lengthy explanation of what I may need to do to re-image it. Um, 
the worst case scenario is they're going to send me another one and I have to mail this back. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, as a worst case scenario, that's not too bad. No, no, honestly. no. The, the most horrible thing would be being out of the money completely. Right. Like, oh, well, exactly. you, you screwed it up. So. <laughs> right. No, I'm glad that they're have, giving some decent customer support. Not every company does that. It's really yeah, annoying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yes, there are a lot of stories in here that I don't know what they are because <laughs> well, you didn't put descriptions on them. <laughs> yeah. So the first one I added quickly because Kayla sent it to us and she said, talk about this on next week's episode. Um, that sounds ominous, but okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is because apparently Dania Kalua can confirms his live-action Barney movie is happening. By the time you talk to him, we're going to get you to pronounce his name the right way. Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya, yeah. I'm like, not Kaluuya, not the alcoholic beverage. Oh, God. (laughs) Very insulting. No, no, no. Live-action Barney. That's insulting. He's making a live-action Barney. Okay, which is... He's always been kind of live action, but it sounds like it's a, a darker take when they say live action. Right, which is what confuses the shit out of me. <laughs> it's going to be darker than the TV show. This is the quote. Previously, he said, meaning uh, Daniel, Kal- how do you pronounce his name? God Kaluuya. damn it. Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barney taught us, I love you. You love me. Won't you say you love me, too? That's one of the first songs I remember. What happens if that isn't true? What is wrong with you? (laughs) Are you okay? Like, what the fuck? Who, okay. I know that there have been a couple of, like, Barney kids that have gone on to become famous. Somebody, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember who it was, but one of the Barney kids. Was it, um, ah, shoot. I have no idea. I didn't know that was a thing. Demi Lovato. Really? Demi Lovato. Oh no! They were I'm, on Barney. I'm missing. I'm missing the the uh, the thread here. Selena Gomez was on Barney. Oh, she was on. Okay. But also yeah, Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I so. did not know that. Yeah, this is just a weird story that. Um, we don't need a dark imagining of Barney. No, Did, no. Also, didn't they make that movie Death to Smoochie? Wasn't that movie supposed to be like dark Barney comedy or something? Yeah, they've done a lot of like dark takes on on kid shows, like uh, you know, Death to Smoochie. Yeah, Meet the Deedles, um, the uh, the murder at Sesame Lane or whatever that was that that movie that uh, Bananas Melissa something. McCarthy starred in. Yeah. Yeah. What was the the one that we got the the DVD of that we couldn't get rid of? Oh, the banana splits, the banana dark splits. version of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've they've done this before. This isn't unique. As a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago we even talked about how now that Barney or not Barney, but uh, Winnie the Pooh is public domain. They have uh, a darker Winnie the Pooh coming out in the in the. Oh God, Winnie the Pooh is public domain now. Yeah, yeah. So not the is designs. Is it that hundred years? Damn. Right, right. So obviously not the designs that Disney came up with, but the actual... Uh, the original. The Milne characters, yeah. 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 So I think that's like Weird. certain characters that Disney did themselves. I can't remember which ones. Maybe Owl, maybe 
Tanga and Rue. I don't know. But, yeah, all the OGs are now public domain. I hate that because it's going to lead to weird shit like this. And I'm like, I don't want weird things with Winnie the Pooh. Right. Or Barney or whatever. Just let... Some things can just be kids' things, and that's okay. They can be kids' things. They can just be, you know, there for innocence, you know, without having to make it dark. There's enough stuff that's that's been turned dark already. Like, you know, this is going to be strange because I know Barney's been dormant for quite some time, but a lot of people, like, you know, your age probably, have good memories about that show. Growing up, yeah, just having it I was, on in the background. I was a Barney kid for sure. Yeah. I liked it a lot. You know, I mean, there's just certain things that don't need to be messed with. Like, that's one reason I'm glad <laughs> that David Arquette has the rights to Bozo the Clown. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so he is, uh, as you may or may not know, he is a a an enthusiastic independent wrestler. He got involved with WCW years ago because of that movie Ready to Rumble. And ever since then, he's been trying to redeem himself in the eyes of the wrestling public uh, to become a legitimate part of the wrestling industry because, boy, <laughs> he got made fun of when he became the WCW champion in real life. It It's just a weird, weird thing. So he became obsessed with becoming an actual wrestler. And when he got the rights to Bozo the Clown, my first thought was, okay, he's going to use this as his wrestling gimmick now. You know, it's completely right. above board. But no, he is still licensing that character out to appear at kids' parties and stuff like that and different projects, but nothing dark, nothing twisted. So, no, it seems like he kind of wants to protect it. Right. Like it's a like it's an important thing to him. Yeah, and I I don't think that you know. We've seen the last of the dark and twisted kids show uh, trope, but no, I don't think we need to touch Barney with that. I don't think we need to see Barney, Teletubbies, any of that stuff. I think Arthur, it's one of those things you know? like also read the room situation. Mm. I don't think we need stuff like that right now. No, that feels like if you were going to do that, that was like an early 2000s thing. Yeah. Yeah. Make it edgy, extreme. Or that like sort of late thing. 90s. You know, something like that when they were doing like the Brady Bunch movie and shit like that, you know, taking those old things and twisting it a little bit. Right, right, um, right. I, I just don't, I don't think the audience is there for that. I don't think so either, but they're going to find out one way or another. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really like as much dark stuff as I used to. Hmm. I want lighter stuff because everything around is so dark, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. But, I mean, the market I, is there for people like that want that stuff. stuff, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, like The Boys is really good, and that's a very dark show. Right, right. But, I mean, you know what? That's actually a very good point that you just brought up right there. There is never a shortage of dark twists on the Superman mythos. There's always something in the works about that. Which drives me insane because they can't get Superman right. They always try to make <laughs> Superman dark. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. I mean, even if it, if it's not like the Zack Snydering of it all, you still have Invincible. You still have The Boys. You still have, you know, countless other projects that you've come out with over the years where it's like, all right, what if Superman were the bad guy? Like, yeah, we know. It's like, it's... why don't you fucking try Superman as the good guy for once and see what happens? <laughs> Or is that too difficult for you? It is. It is too difficult. 
you know, because then they get bored really easily with it. See, even on <laughs> like, actual what if had blood in it, I'm like, okay, shut up. Even on like, actual Superman like properties, like Superman and Lois, they have to always go, okay, well, uh, let's see. This week he gets red kryptonite, and you know what that does? It makes him an asshole. Or oh no, right. this is his evil twin brother from another dimension. So it's still like a, a spin on Superman being right. evil. They're it, trying to. I just I don't know. I've complained about this so many times at this point, but let <laughs> Superman just be Superman. <laughs> that would be great. Years old. Let it be great. That's all we want. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I'm not really jazzed about that, but you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. I uh, I'm I'm going to bring my other stories to the table right now. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about that one in a second. This is just a really, it's kind of a quick hit. Um, apparently Amazon is finally redoing their prime interface. Like they are re redoing that terrible, terrible app. Thank goodness. One of the worst apps with a good selection, terrible app. So I just wanted to let everyone know that thank God they're finally listening to us. Change Hopefully is finally good. coming. Finally. Yeah, now HBO needs needs to work on theirs next because holy shit, theirs sucks too. All I don't I want, think it's as bad. Yeah. But it's not good. All I want for them is to give us a way to delete stuff off of the continue watching list. Yeah. On the app. I guess you can do it on their website, but in the app itself, it's like, oh hey, you were in the middle of this episode of uh, Apple and Onion or something like that. And it's like, okay, but it's like the second season. It's like the sixth episode. Maybe I want to revisit the show later on, but yeah. not right now. Or even even worse, the one that really gets under my skin. Oh, yeah. Well, you were watching this movie and you turned it off at the credits. It looks like you still got two minutes left. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate that. Right. When like, you just have a little bit left. Uh, yeah, on. they need to fix that shit. <laughs> and like not being able to rewind basically yeah. at all. That's so annoying. Yeah, like I didn't know how much I counted on that little preview um, bubble that pops up over the rewind bar until I don't have it anymore. Like that's important. Right. Yeah, they they need to do it. Um, Amazon has needed to do it for a long time though, and they they, they I I don't know why that hasn't been a priority, especially considering they're such a big company and they've been trying to push Amazon Prime for years now. Um, yeah. I'm shocked that it's taken them this long. There was a lot of like smoke and mirrors that went along with that, though. I think at the at the, at the uh, onset of Prime Video, the way they set it up, it's too crafty to not be intentional, because you'll be looking for a movie, you'll find the movie, and then they say, "Oh, well, this isn't included in your Prime membership, but you can buy it for five dollars, or you can rent it for a dollar ninety nine." Like, well, I'm here now. I guess I might as well. That's what they want you to do. But obviously, a lot of people no, aren't falling for that. I get that. Like, I get that that's – I don't expect that to go away, but I just want it to be easier to flip through, easier to use. Yeah. And the algorithm doesn't it, – it doesn't learn what you like that well either. No. Like, it recommends things to me. It's like, oh, do you want to watch this montage of drive-in featurettes from the 1940s? No. Right. They have shit on there that I'm like, why is this even a thing? <laughs> like, it's, it's stuff that if I wanted to see it, I would absolutely seek it out, you know, directly. 
not like, oh, yeah, I just feel like watching this tonight. That's not going to happen that way. You're not sitting around watching your 1940s drive-in experience, whatever the fuck. Well, I clicked on it because I wanted to see what it was like. I'm like, this can't be it. It's got to be like a documentary or something. Oh, no. Now you've, you've, like made the algorithm believe that that's what it should be. It's broke-ass like, algorithm. Oh, man. <laughs> I gave it a little pat like a on the head. prophecy. Good job. You've done well, little algorithm. Yes. <laughs> good job, little algorithm. <laughs> well, that's good news. I'm glad they're redesigning their, uh, yeah. their front end, at least. Definitely. All right. What you bring to the table? All right. So, apparently, according to CBR.com, Game of Thrones spinoff was so bad that HBO won't even let George R.R. Martin see it. So, not the one that just uh, had a trailer drop this week. No, that one is being... The House of Dragon. The House of Dragon is being lauded as the successor to Game of Thrones. The continuation by way of prequel to Game of Thrones. (laughs) So they can keep that property going fresh in your mind. So, initially... We learned it was supposed to be two spinoffs, House of Dragon and Blood Moon. Now, Blood Moon famously was a very expensive pilot to film, and they wasted a lot of money on it. And apparently they don't want to show it to anybody, and that includes the creator of Game of Thrones, George R.R. R. Martin himself. So that is incredibly has he, now, interesting. Has he been complaining that he wants to see it and they won't let him kind of thing? Well, it says... Um, uh, da, 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 da. Okay, they go on and they explain what it was. Story of early war against the White Walkers. HBO was excited about it. Uh, okay, it says... Um, and, and also, who gives a shit? I don't know about you guys, but I don't give a shit. Maybe I'm just burned so bad. <laughs> it says Martin like, had published only about eight lines of text about the time period of the show, leaving writer Jane Goldman little to build from. Blood Moon was a very difficult assignment, Martin said. We're dealing with a much more primitive people. There were no dragons yet. A lot of the pilot revolved around a wedding of a southern house to a northern house. And it got into the whole history of the White Walkers. In the end, the pilot was deemed unworthy of continuing the Game of Thrones legacy and was locked away. Uh, Martin says it required a lot more invention. It was higher risk, higher reward. There wasn't anything glaringly wrong with it. Development and pilots are hard. So he's definitely towing the company line there a little bit. But I mean, ultimately, yeah, they're yeah, saying that, he was not allowed that's how to you see do it. it. Like you're, you have to, you have to be diplomatic in your, uh, your. This was not good. Um, words to the public. <laughs> Just start yelling, boring. At that the is rough, though. Like there's so little on the show, and they weren't even given like any additional. It sounds like information from him. It was just kind of go with it. Yeah. That would be incredibly intimidating. Now, with certain creators, that could be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it could go either way. But it sounds like it, it went in the bad direction. Right, right. I mean, while I appreciate that he doesn't have the mythos of this world uh, so much on lock as certain other creators, like a certain Wizarding World person... Um, it, it would be confusing down the line if he ever does finish the last book in that series. A lot of what he's writing, I'm sure, is going to contradict not only what happened on the show. Two books left. I just want to. Uh, I just want to remind you of that. I thought it was just one. Wow. No, okay. no, there are two books left. 
in Damn. the last book, mm. remember when Jon Snow got stabbed? That's where he left off <laughs> in the last book. That's how far back it is. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Come on, man. I think he's yeah. just... It, it may be a combination of having writer's block, over-planning, and just having a, a, a deep fear of getting the same reaction to his ending as the TV show got, you know? Well, at this point, just change it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even like, if he does put something else out, then, you know, the pe- there will be people that come out of the woodwork that say, well, I preferred the TV show ending. You just wait. When that book comes, oh, when yeah, that book drops. <laughs> well, he's he said he doesn't want anyone else to finish his stuff either. So if he yeah. dies, it's gone That's it. with him. That's what he's claimed he wanted in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope not, but, you know. So there you have it. Bring in the guy who did um, Wheel of Time after that author died. Yeah. But bring in, uh, bring in Rob Zombie. Yeah. Fuck no. He's got Why a great way of continuing name? properties. <laughs> Which Why brings would me... you allow <laughs> his name to come up when you know he's already fucked over a property I love? Yes, he has. And that was personally cruel to me. He's fucked it up so badly that instead of getting the theatrical release that it was slated to from Universal Pictures, the Munsters will debut on Netflix this fall. Oh, I okay. I want to talk about that for a second, but of course, I was not referring to the monsters being one of my favorite. I'm, I was talking about Halloween. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So that was slated for a theatrical release. Are yep. you sure? I thought it was always supposed to be streaming. Well, we didn't know. It was very vague. Oh. So the thought was that it was being shopped around to different studios and different partners and everything okay. for it to get a release. But apparently. Now it's been announced. Well, it looks like it costs like $5 to make, so it does. You know, a good deal for anyone. And you know what's great, too? Um, Rob Zombie's salty about the response that the movie is, uh, the, the trailer is getting so far, you know. Oh, God, is he? Tell me all. He, Tell me all. He took to Facebook, to his official Facebook page. Facebook? To complain. Really? Yes, much like the uh, the old heads do. He got in there to complain about his uh, his fans and fans of the show uh, being prematurely upset about, you know, seeing so little footage of, of what he had to offer. He also wanted to uh, go on the record and contradict a lot of what we've heard. He claims that Netflix was always the plan. He also claims that the budget was nowhere near uh, what is being reported in all these news sites. But he did not decide to elaborate what the budget actually was. Um, ah, yes. I just I just was Googling what is the budget for this movie, and it, this pops up. I wish I had that kind of budget, is what he said. <laughs> yes, right. He claims that the budget uh, being touted around, the $50 million or whatever it was. $40 million, $40 yeah. million, um, he says that all of his movies combined that he's made to date, the budget doesn't add up to $40 million, which is a weird flex. Very weird flex. I believe that. You look like you've made very cheap films your entire career. <laughs> and I get that like the whole campy thing is kind of like his brand, but there's a way to do it and still make it look worth the time of people that want to see it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. So this Kirkland-ass brand, Adam's Family Reject, Folgers Crystals of a Monster idea, Party City-ass trailer, nobody wants to see this shit. I'm out. I don't care about Mm -hmm. it. I'm done.
<laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so funny seeing people speculate on Reddit of how much that movie cost to make. It's almost <laughs> like I think it looks like it was cost like like one point five million. Ah, uh, yes, all <laughs> those. Like, Accurate. <laughs> All those storied filmmakers on the Reddit threads, you know. They... I know, but that's really funny to see people like come up with their own, um, you know, theories on it. It looks, it looks like it was definitely under ten. Yeah. If he had, if he had forty million dollars and that's what he made, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I, um, on a, on a tangent, tangential, tangential, tangential. On a similar note, um. I wanted to bring up this podcast that I listened to. I spent like nine hours of my time no. checking this no, out. No plugging other podcasts. No, no. I mean, once you hear what That's I have to say, it. you'll see. It's not really a plug per se, but it's it's interesting. Um, Download, which is a, a podcast that digs into the history of Ain't It Cool News and uh, specifically Harry Knowles and the legacy he left behind. Okay. Not that he's dead. But he's pretty much well retired based on the things that happened uh, leading to his downfall. What so, happened leading to his downfall? Or is uh, that part of the podcast? It's part of the podcast, but it's, it's, it's common knowledge for the most part that, you know, he got wrapped up in a lot of um, sexual harassment, lawsuits and everything like that and allegations. And uh, it's, it's pretty much verified as true. He's not denying it. He's basically kind of crept away from the spotlight. Um, giving up his sight completely to his sister. It's a weird, weird, weird web of things that have happened. But, I mean, dude was a creep, but he fostered this type of fanboyism that we see now uh, in in um, specifically comic book nerddom, you know, uh, the comic book movie nerddom, uh, the, the Snyder Cut folks, and, mm-hmm. you know, people criticizing every little thing about... Every single Marvel project or DC project that comes out without giving it a fair shot first, you know, it's it's something that you know we're we're kind of guilty of sometimes. But after you've been burned so many times, you you get it, you understand, right? But as a movie reviewer, that's supposed to be impartial for the most part. On on a website like Ain't It Cool News, it basically spelled out all of the um, the trickery that movie studios used. To get him to give his movie to give movies a good review yeah. and that sort of thing, it also pretty much spelled out the fact that and, and this is also I guess common knowledge, but I didn't realize it at the time or, or until I heard the show uh, that he and his website were responsible for uh, Batman and Robin to do so horribly at the box office. What? How? Because you know, well, first of all, <laughs> it's inarguably a bad movie. You know, there's no doubt about that. But okay. you know, you know well, how it used to be. Well, agree to disagree, but anyway. Really? Okay, well, no, that's another conversation. But no. you know how it used to be where people would give a comic book movie for a known property a good first weekend? Yeah. And then it would fall off to varying degrees just by, you know, people having already seen it or a desire. Right, back in the day, word of mouth. Bad word of mouth. Yeah, that yeah. whole thing. You know, marketing was, was very much in full swing. But with Batman and Robin... Um, and it cool news got to see it before the release and they gave it such a terrible review that Warner Brothers credits them specifically for making it non-profitable for them because that first weekend was nowhere near what they expected it to be. And it's amazing 
that a, a website like that had that much power, had that much sway back then, you know? Right, because I, I didn't even know it was that old of a website. Yeah, yeah. I had no clue. So there was that, and it kind of talked about how Harry Knowles and Ain't It Cool and, and you know, the, the message boards over there were responsible for stuff like Lord of the Rings being made, Elijah Wood being cast, you know, in that movie. Really? Yeah. Like, it's eye-opening. I can't recommend it enough. The reason why I'm not... You need to post... I just, like, searched for it. I had a hard time finding it, because I think a lot of podcasts use that title. You need to post a link to it in our Discord. I will. It's it's download with a W instead of an A. I think I should have specified that as well. Oh, But people shouldn't be ducking out trying to find another podcast while they're listening to us. Anyway... But I digress. Uh, <laughs> so it's an interesting show. The narrator, though, he kind of goes around in circles. I feel like they came up with the episode count before they came up with what they wanted to cover in each episode. So a lot of stuff gets kind of rehashed over and over again. And you kind of like it, it feels like it loses focus. Yeah, that's an unfortunate thing that happens, I think, with miniseries yeah. shows. But it, it, it was captivating for the information that was provided. I'll say that. Like, that's what I gave you is just a small taste of it all. And I didn't mean to interrupt uh, the conversation about the monsters, but just talking about Reddit and all the conversation that goes on there, it's like the people who were on the forums of Ain't It Cool News just pretty much all migrated over to 4chan or to Reddit, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. When it comes to that type of conversation, when it comes to just shitting on movies, especially comic book and, and sci-fi related stuff, those I can guarantee you a lot of those people were on the message boards for Ain't It Cool back in the day. And they don't even like give me raffle wins on Reddit. So exactly. why should I like Reddit anymore? Screw those people. <laughs> I tried. I tried to pull Matt's magic. And entered a raffle on Reddit. <laughs> That's all right. It'll be your time eventually. It'll happen. I have faith. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's what's going on there with the monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I hope it's good. I know that um, Netflix right now is pushing a Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg movie where they fight vampires. They're doing great. And the, that, Netflix is thriving. This <laughs> is the time for Netflix. For it's the time of Netflix. But you know what? I got to tell you, seeing seeing Snoop Dogg fight vampires, I kind of want to see that. I, I'll be no, honest with you. Fun. <laughs> all right. This next story is all you. It is all me. We haven't given a benefit update in a while, and everyone pretty much knows already, but we just need to address it. That, yes. um Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Well, she's now Jennifer Affleck uh, because they got married. Jay Flack, as Amazing. people call her now, not J Lo anymore. Jay Flack. Jay Flack. <laughs> or Jack. Jack. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I think Jay Flack is, is the best. <laughs> um, they got married all these years later. Um, and if this ends in a horrible, bitter divorce, I will still be so thoroughly entertained by this love story. You know what? Let's it's just beautiful. enjoy the moment. Let's just let love win this one time. I, <laughs> I like to think that they are on equal footing 
as far as their messiness is concerned, and that is why they're actually perfect for each other. That's true. That's true. I think they're I think they're both a little bit messy, and it kind of works. And I love the idea that they just, you know, they had all these years apart, and now they're back together. You know, and this they is, just went to a chapel in Vegas. And this that's is it. the second best thing that Carson Daly has ever done. You know, I'll explain. Carson yeah. Daly, basically, on Total Request Live years ago, had J-Lo and Ben together. You know, because I believe mm-hmm. she was promoting uh, the Jenny from the Blog video. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he asked them, you know, hey, so what are you guys thinking? Wedding plans? Where are you going to go? And everything like that. And, you know, they started talking and she's like, well, we really haven't thought about that yet. And he was like, how about, how about you just go to Vegas? Just go one weekend and just kind of let it happen. And J-Lo was like, oh, Vegas, that's a great idea. And here we are 20 years later. I mean, it's it's such a good like especially they've both had like big weddings high profile weddings shit like that right just they've had such a pr- high profile relationship in the past this is the way to do it yeah absolutely. they took their kids they went to Vegas they got married done that's it right right I feel like if you've got kids it, and you know this is your your second or third time around and you're a little older there's no reason to do like a big shebang just you know. Keep it intimate. Keep it private. If if you want to have a big shebang, go for it. Right. Not to shame shebangs. I don't want to shame anybody's shebang. Yeah. No, shebang away. Yeah. If you want a shebang, shebang. Shebang but, if you want to. Leave your friends <laughs> yeah. behind. Anyway. Um, yeah. So in case you're wondering, the, the, the first greatest thing that Carson Daly has ever done is inspire uh, Earl Hickey to uh, make his list of people he wanted to apologize to. Uh, Whatever happened to that list? How did that story end? We'll we'll, never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Damn it, NBC. All right. Moving on. Moving on. So congratulations to the happy couple. We're very, very proud that that worked out. We had to provide the update, even though everyone has already heard. Um, I was enthralled by the news. I looked at all the pictures. I thought it was so sweet. I read her little post. I loved it. Very nice. Very nice. I was very happy. Yeah. So San Diego Comic-Con is this week, and while stories are still leaking out very slowly, uh, the, there is one thing to report that kind of caught my eye so far, which is that Buffy's Sarah Michelle Gellar is set to star on a new series that spins off from MTV's Teen Wolf show. Which, what? What year is this? Yeah. How about that? Two great things that were... One was great. Another one I never watched, so I can't really comment on. I was too bored with it. I, I watched like two episodes. Look, yeah. man, I was such a big fan of the original Teen Wolf movie. Hell, okay. I was even a fan of Teen Wolf 2. All right? I don't give a fuck. Come at me. Teen Wolf 2 was great. It You're probably making hasn't, some choices right now. It probably hasn't aged well. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's aged horribly. It was about a teen who turned into a wolf. You can't go wrong, okay? He had a you best friend. You absolutely can go wrong. That's that's a recipe for going wrong. Yeah. He's, he danced on top of a van, you know? I mean, shit. This was yep. like prime 80s, just killer stuff right here. That and weird science, man. It was just, it was a great time for, for B-movies, for soft sci-fi. Anyway, Teen Wolf had a show on MTV, and it was... 
likened, of course, to um, Twilight, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But apparently right. it got a following. It did very well. I know that it was written by a man named Jeff Davis because uh, the sta- the comedian from Whose Line Is It Anyway had to start going by Jeff B. Davis because people kept confusing the two. Oh, I thought he was going to get confused with Jim Davis from Garfield. That is even better. I like that yeah. even better. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, they not only have a, uh, a well, no, I, I guess this is the project. Teen Wolf developer and executive producer Jeff Davis is attached to write and executive produce Wolfpack. Starring really? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Man. It's, it's called Wolfpack. It's called Wolfpack. Okay. So now that SMG is working again, that means that Freddie Prince Jr. is going to have to watch the kids. So what's going to happen? To what? To Freddie Prince Jr. I don't know. He has stuff going on, too. <laughs> what's going to happen to him? He's no, gonna I'm just, raise- what's going to happen? <laughs> He's going to be Mr. Mom. No. <laughs> Talk about movies that haven't aged well. Remember when it was just such a wild idea? That they made a whole movie about the idea that a man was staying home with his children while the mom worked? Oh my gosh. No, I love that. That's so that's so wonderfully fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> just just a terrible era for for cinema. I mean in it was that a, regard of it, like male portrayal yes. characters, father figures, all that. It's like oof. It was okay. an enjoyable movie, but man. It's like they always painted dudes to just be complete assholes and idiots when it came to their children. Just like, I don't know. What do you want me to do with these kids? I can't. T- who, who who told you to have kids anyway? You know, just the, the weird, just like overbearing breadwinner, uh, you know, motif of, of yeah. men going out and doing that shit. Just weird shit. Weird, weird shit. But it was a good movie, though. All that being said. <laughs> <laughs> All that being said, it was a good Michael Keaton vehicle. He appropriately played an asshole, and of course, I, I did not like that movie. Not even growing the end even, where everything worked out and he came around. No, no, even like growing up, I was like, I'm annoyed by this. <laughs> I was upset. It upset me. That's why I feel like Uncle Buck doesn't deserve enough credit because in that film. It wasn't like, oh, look, a man's taking care of the kids. No, I mean, that was that, perfect. That's the, way it met, that's the way it was marketed. But in the movie itself, Buck just fucking stepped up. Like, yo, yeah, I'm here. Let's go. Let's do this. I also think the important difference is that it's the uncle versus the father. Mm. Two totally different things. He can be the oblivious dummy, like, because he's he's the uncle. Yeah. He's not their father. Two very different roles. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I would even argue that Buck wasn't a dummy at all. No, he just had a he different wasn't. way of doing things. You know, he was living no, that he was bachelor like an life. outsider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eccentric. Pancake flipper. Man, I love that movie. It's so good. Like, I'm I'm mad that it took me so long to watch it. John Candy is just he's he's a prince among men. Yeah. Well, he's not among men anymore. But, well, you know. Yeah. Cut that out. Cut that out. No. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> too soon. It is still too soon. <laughs> all right. Uh, I unfortunately, that's really all the the um, San Diego Comic Con news I have right now. You know, when these it's conventions hit, it is still early. When these conventions hit, the first thing everybody does is just kind of walk around and take it all in. So we're seeing a yeah. lot of photos coming from the show floor. I can tell you that there is a 
10-foot inflatable Ozzy Osbourne outside of the convention standing next to Godzilla, which is a movie I really want to see, but it's just advertisement for Stern Pinball that uh, that are debuting both a new Godzilla table and Ozzy Osbourne theme table. So Unfortunate. there's that. Uh, there's a rumor, we did hear a rumor, you sent me this article this week, that like Henry Cavill's going to show up and they're going to announce he's making another Superman movie. I highly doubt this, but we'll see. Yeah, of course, you know, there's the... the Maybe they're like, we want the only unproblematic person in our cast to come back. (laughs) Please. So he's going to come out on stage and he's going to announce Enola Holmes 3. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, they made two? Oh, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, they're making a second one. They are making a second one, but it's never too early to announce a two. Besides, folks, listen. If they announce Superman 3... Yeah. Do you... Well, I guess we'd still have to call it two. Man of Steel 2, right? God, yeah, they never made a fucking sequel to Man of Steel. Do you remember how long ago they announced Black Adam? No, I don't. When did they announce Black Adam? It's been at least five years. Do you remember how long ago they announced The Flash? Oh, God. Yeah. That has to be... <laughs> it's been a while. It's All that while. is to say, when when Warner Brothers DC announces a project, you're not going to see it next year. It's not filming no. now. It's going to be... Yeah, it's in pre-production. Um, we're talking about a script. We're looking for a director. If you know anybody, give us a call. You know, that's the shit that they have when they yeah. come to you with a project. They don't have half the project done. No, they they have a half-baked idea, and they're like, do you guys like this? Right. You know, in Please. a world of of new uh, iOS uh, drops and everything like that, you're not, you, it, no, that's not how they work. They're, they're very old school. <laughs> and it's going to change three times before you actually get to see it. So, Are they still releasing that Flash movie? <sighs> Jesus Christ. I have a I have a dark fear that we're gonna mm. see some footage from that this weekend. Yeah, I think we will too. Why wouldn't we? Which is they're, gonna they're trigger Ezra into doing something stupid again. And just oh yeah, we're gonna I don't know Hawaii. You need to go on a, like an alert system or something. Yeah, you know they're coming. Fuck. Um, I don't know, man. Just fucking announce. <laughs> Release the Flashless cut. How about that? Release the oh, yeah, Ezraless cut. Funny. There you go. Let us see everything else. <laughs> just show us a highlight reel. It doesn't even have to make sense. It won't make sense anyway. Maybe just show just, us everything just else. Just refilm it. Like, it's going to cost money, but you've already dumped so much money into it. Just, like, film all of Ezra's scenes, but with a new actor. Ooh, I got an idea. They can do it Roger Rabbit style and just animate... <laughs> The the DC that'd be fun. The DC animated version of Flash over Ezra and just get Michael Rosenbaum to vote to voice the character again. Yeah, I'm for that. There you go. Problem solved. Fixed it. Roger Rabbit it. That's kind of gang. There's um you know they're re-releasing Spider Man uh No Way Home in theaters and they're calling it the more fun edition or something like that. So it's got like ten minutes more footage. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. I, I hate this practice that they've been doing lately like that, where they re-release it because they want to like cross some, uh, you yeah. know, made up threshold, threshold and say it's the most money making movie featuring a man spider in history. Some, some crap mm-hmm. like that, you know. So all I want them to do is re-release the movie 
but include Miles Morales in every single scene. Oh God! Just standing next to the three shit. boys, just and he can be animated, just like I said with the Flash. Just put him in every single scene with the three boys. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Yes. Shit. You know, they can make it work. Yeah. They don't have that type. That of would imagination. be so fun. It would be fun, and that's that's why it won't happen. <laughs> no, well, no, I I can't wait for that second Spider Verse movie though. Yeah. It's gonna be good. I guess this is related. But it's been announced yeah. that Deadpool 1 and 2 and Logan are coming to Disney Plus this weekend. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, again, rumor has it, uh, a lot of people have the idea that this means we're going to get news about a new Deadpool movie, maybe featuring Wolverine. I hope if they do that that Hugh Jackman's just done. I don't want to see him as Wolverine again. I'm done with that. No, Logan and was great. Logan was a great way to go. It was great. Out. Yeah, so, leave it at that. That's a good way to go. Right. I mean, I feel the same way about Chris Evans. No need to bring him back. Don't bother Chris no. Evans anymore. No, I think the only way Chris Evans would do anything would be a cameo flashback situation and he'd only do it to support like um the new franchise. Yeah, you know? yeah, just to show up saying, hey, he, Sam. You know, he's been like, Sam is Captain America. It's just Bye. a flashback of him going, hey, Sam, if I ever give you a shield, it means you're Captain America and I'm never coming back. Farewell. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole gimme. I'm with that. That would be amazing. Yes, it I would. I want to see that. <laughs> it sounds terrible. I want it. Well, you know what I want to see? What? I want to see more people enter this Lego giveaway because oh. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm looking at the list right now. Are we right giving now. away Legos? We are giving away Legos. So, as mentioned on the last episode and tweeted about and, and shared on all the social media platforms. It's about. Yes. We are giving away one of three Lego Batmobile sets. That's right. Batman. Batman. Lego Batmobile for the Batman. We have the Batmobile from the 1966 series starring Adam West, including mm-hmm. a little... Adam West minifig, which I think is just fucking rad. We have yeah. the Tumblr, of course, from the Dark Knight trilogy, and we have the new Batmobile that doesn't have a cool nickname, uh, but the engine lights up thanks to the Lego Technic technology. It's also fucking rad, and you're gonna love it. They're Trust all me. cool in their own ways. They like, are. They're, all three of those are really cool in their own ways. But what's I- even cooler right now? The fact that we only have three, six, eight entrants in this contest outside of our patrons. Patrons get an mm-hmm. entry, entry for free. Yes. Um, all you got to do is like retweet it and follow us on the social media platform of your choice and mm-hmm. you're entered to win. What are you waiting for? It's free Legos. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're over like out of, out of the what, continental United States. Right. You can enter. For free. That's true. And then you get Legos for free. If you live in Chicago, I may drop it off myself. (laughs) Yeah. Save us the shipping. There you go. There you go. I mean, don't kidnap me or anything, but, you know, I'll I'll drop it off. Yeah. I trust you. Mm -hmm. I don't, but Matt will do it. (laughs) I'm harder to kidnap than you are. I'm a little bit heavier. Difficult to pick up. And and a man that also, helps. Also that. Not to be sexist, but you know, <laughs> helps a little bit. I don't always smile, you know, and when I don't, people worry. <laughs> oh God. 
well, shit got dark. In there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, enter that contest. If you're wondering what our social media is, it's at Lex and Matt across the board. If you're wondering how to get in that sweet, sweet Patreon group. Yeah, which means you would have two entries. Yeah. It's important to recognize, y'all. Patreon. You get one if you share it, and you get an additional one if you're a patron at any tier. That's right. So you could technically join the Patreon and then win your Legos and then dip all for the yeah, cost just, of like you know, a dollar. Honor system, stay for a month. You know? I mean, yeah. We, we prefer it if you guys join the patron, at least stay in it for a month, kind of buy into our Discord and hang out with us. And then if you want to dip, you can dip. We understand times times be tough. Right. That's fine. You know, we appreciate all of our listeners. We appreciate those that support us on Patreon. We have a lot of people who are in the Discord. They just come and hang out and just want to see the cool conversation that we're having. They want to see the Pet Pick Thursdays and that sort of thing. They want to see what movie codes I'm dropping in there from time to time because we're known to do that too. We have a whole channel to share codes with one another. Comics, video games. Today uh, I shared a random album code. I did not (laughs) tell anyone what it was. I was like, whoever activates it, there you go. You get a free free record there. There You don't know what it is. It was Bonnie Bear. (laughs) Is that how you pronounce it? Not Bonnie Bear? Yeah, it's Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear? Okay. I think I think that's how you pronounce it. I believe. I don't know. Yeah. And I dropped sixteen candles, weird science, and Breakfast Club codes for yeah. that. Those movies. Yeah. So you get you get free shit, you know. Free all shit. The time. Free shit. Only but especially right now because we we are appreciating our listeners. This, this month. is listener appreciation month. That's why we're trying to get y'all to come on and join the party. So excuse our public radio esque pitch at the end of the show but you know this is the price you pay we're ad free because yeah. nobody wants to sponsor us right now yeah but other yeah, than that's that the thing. <laughs> that's the thing we what don't need sponsorship we appreciate stuff we love so i guess legos could be a sponsor coffee could be a sponsor that's true vague ideas yeah could be a sponsor you know they say open mouths get fed so here we are with mouths wide open, oh, I don't like this mental picture. I, I, I'm not a fan of this. No, it's no. going to a weird place. Anyway, Patreon.com/slash/LexandMatt, all that cool stuff that we talked about and much more. So check it out. Um, no better place than right now to say thank you for listening, everybody. Those who participate, those who support, those who wish us well, those who mm-hmm. don't wish us well. Fuck you and thank yeah. you for inspiring Matt us. Matt really to keep appreciates on all of you. I am. And indifferent. <laughs> I'm I am the cold parent ah. who love you crave and you know it, but you might not admit it. But you know, <laughs> you really want my approval. Well, thanks for listening, folks. I'm Matt Peters, and I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>